This episode of the Go To Bed Podcast is brought to you by EnduroFest. May 4th at the Wild West Motorsports Park, just east of Sparks. If you hit the Mustang Ranch, you have gone too far, but not all is lost. You might want to stop in there too. And uh, this is an AMA Extreme Enduro event, so you know it's going to be sick. We've got Cody Webb, Ty Tremaine, Kyle Redman, and Destry Abbott. And we uh, we hear there's going to be some amateurs there, kids, and the pros. So, Moto guys, if you don't do off-road much, come try it out. And I've done this event a couple of years ago, and uh, it's gnarly. But, yeah, they're definitely racing for all types of uh, riders out there. So, give it a shot. May 4th, Sparks. Enduro Fest. Be there. Go to bed. But we're going to get unblocked. Sometimes you see him out there and he's just fucking asleep. Get a pillow, get a blanket. No, not a fucking dirtbag. your past two episodes i was laughing for like 10 minutes straight i forgot what you guys are saying something so stupid (laughs) so great it'll it'll come to me it'll come to me every episode yeah that is every episode all right you guys ready yeah we are live Yo, what's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Go to Bed. I'm your co-host, Fiki, joined with my co-host, JP. And uh, before we get too far into it, go to bedpodcast.com for everything relating to this podcast. We got all our fucking cheap merch on there, uh, links to our PayPal for one-time donations, link to our Patreon for uh, monthly shit. And uh, but more importantly than that, we just want everyone to rate and subscribe to the podcast and uh, five tell stars. a friend. Yeah, four stars fine too. No, it's not. Um, not if you're go- if you're getting ready for bed, you better rate five stars. Yeah, and, and let us know your thoughts. Oh yeah, we saw we said last week that uh, all of our ratings are like <laughs> shit ratings, but they're all five star. And then we got more this week. One kid was like, "Stop fucking chewing into the microphone, like it's annoying." Like. Five star. (laughs) (laughs) So keep it up with the ratings. We love reading them um, and all that. Uh, Quick shout out to our sponsor, Walden's Coffee House. He got us hooked up again with, uh, I think, sausage burritos again here. Breakfast burritos. Um, So yeah, three locations here in Reno. Yeah, Yeah, they're fucking heavy, dude. (laughs) Two pounders. Three Best burritos in the West. Um, This side of the Mississippi. Three locations here in Reno. uh, Walden's on uh, Mayberry, Wells, and uh, Arlington. Arlington. Yeah. And uh, we don't need to shout out our other sponsor because the entire episode is going to be about about that sponsor. (laughs) Endurofest. May 4th. It makes me crack up every single (laughs) So, our guest today... You like, you like the the ad? Oh, it's like Supercross voice. It's yeah. great. Yeah, you did. But way worse. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, fuck, I hope he likes this. And I like how you guys say it's family-friendly racing and stuff. It's like, yeah. all right, it's not, but 
It's good. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you can correct us on this episode. Yeah, yeah. So our guest today, Matt with uh, Elevated Action Sports. Matt, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Matt just yeah. showed up about four minutes ago. And the first thing he says when he walks in the door, he's like, dude, is that Biddy down the street? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Is she walking fucking stiff as fuck? He's like, I don't know. She had blue loafers on. Like, looked like a Sasquatch. I was like, yeah, that was her. She's huge. She's yeah, she's tall. big, dude. What do you she's think tall. estimated weight? Like, just all fairness. I don't know weight. I don't want to go there. Why? She I does, mean, she she's at listen. least 6'10", though. She's tall. <laughs> she's tall of 6'10". Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, did you go for the league or no? You know, like, <laughs> she could have been in the league, but that's why she got bad knees. Yeah. Maybe she isn't wrestling or something. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, she's a fucking wrestler. <laughs> So, Matt, give everyone uh, kind of a little bit, bit of your backstory, a little, uh, little bit about you, and then kind of lead into what, what you got going on now. Yeah, it's kind of a different path, never expected it, but um, it's pretty exciting. I grew up in the Bay Area, so uh, the town next to Oakland, not a bad area, but What's it was it called? San Leandro. Okay. Yeah. So That's where my up. best friend's dad's from. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I grew up there, moved to Pleasanton when I was eight. And then uh, my dad had me started riding around 11 or so. And so we started getting into, you know, snowboarding and dirt biking. And so action sports was like, okay, this is cool. And when I was a kid, like fuel, High school fuel TV was like yeah. the stuff. I uh-huh. used to watch fuel TV all the time. And so that was like big inspiration to see like those shows. And then uh, when I graduated high school, went to college for four year, four and a half years at East Bay, Cal State East Bay. Got my business degree. And uh, when I was going through college, I worked as a TIG welder. So what? I'm Damn. a TIG welder. So I was working at a shop. That's pretty good money, huh? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was good money. And I was, it was going well. And so I worked there for like three or four years. And then um, in 2015... My buddy in uh, college and I started Elevated Action Sports so we could put on our first event in May 2015. And so we went from, did that first event, things didn't go well between him and I, so we kind of split ways and I took EAS and he went his own way. So I took EAS over, didn't really have a path, so I just started taking some pictures at a motocross race local and just started to meet some people and like, all right, I got to do my own event. And the first event I did on my own was here in uh, Sparks. No like, way. On my own. So the, in That's 2016. The no, that was the one at Carnegie you guys came to. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, the one after, the year after you, did, you came to. Okay. So yeah, my, yeah. the 2016 one I, um, I had here, and it was just like a hill climb, uh, which I'll get into later, and then uh, a moto climb race. And so from there we went that, and then in – 2016, when I had you guys come out to Carnegie, that was our first race at Carnegie. I was so sick. Carnegie's been doing races there for like 30 years. This one promoter, yeah. And so he kind of, uh, kind of retired a little bit and backed off and gave us his blessing to run the October event. And so, sick. Um, now we're going in our fourth year for October this this October. And has he? Have you talked to that guy who like used to run the shit there? The other promoter? Yeah. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we work together. He helps me out. Yeah, he supports me, and I support him when he wants to get some extra help here and there. So um, so I've been kind of doing that, focusing on extreme moto, mainly moto climb and uh, hard enduro. So the year you guys performed at 
<laughs> he didn't perform. He performed. I didn't perform. <laughs> Time to do. Wherever he goes, he's he performed on the so. track. <laughs> <laughs> that was my set. That was the first year doing a hard <clears throat> The year you did it. And so um, it was like, oh, this is testing the water to see what happens. And Kyle Redmond showed up and just smashed everyone. Dude, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. So that was cool. Um, that year we kind of mixed the moto climb and a hard enduro together. And um, that was 2017. Mm-hmm. You guys brought the bus. No, that was... Uh, we brought the bus. Oh, that was our buddy, yeah. He actually passed away. Yeah, what? rest in peace. Yeah, 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 that kid. Really? Yeah, he, he got in like a Sucks. gnarly... I don't know the full story, so if anyone's listening, don't fucking be mad at me. But um, <laughs> he got in like a bad accident probably in like 07-ish, 06, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Mm-hmm. He was like... I think pretty sure he was like the youngest factory Cowie racer for off-road. Yeah. Holy crap. He was like the shit back then. And he was doing a desert race and went down hard, and he was in a coma for, like, quite a while and had some, like, severe head trauma and all that stuff. And I know he was really never the same after that. And, um, yes, but he was still riding and stuff here and there, but I know he was – he would, like, hit his head and get hurt again, stuff like that. And then, yeah, he showed up to that event, Mm -hmm. which was cool just to come watch us. Mm -hmm. And then – I think in December of that year, because it would have been a year this year, he was at the hot springs over here. From what I heard, I haven't confirmed this, but he like just slipped and like hit his head and that's what got him. Like gnarly ass dude, like survived through a coma and then again and again and again going down and like sounded from what I understand, like cheating death like many times and then just slipped and hit his head at the hot springs. But yeah, crazy. Crazy. Isn't it insane how life can go that quick? Yeah. I think about it all the time. Mm-hmm. You do? All the time. You scared to death? No. I respect it. Yeah, my respect. I'm scared of people that are closest to me dying. Like yeah. right off mm-hmm. of that, like real quick. I think about that sometimes too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. Anyway, sorry to bring a damper on your story. No, that's no, life. Oh, no, yeah, yeah that's not, not at all. Yeah, yeah. That's life. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that for anyone that, I mean, <laughs> no one really knows the, the backstory here, but yeah, we. Matt booked us to perform. When was that? That would have been 2016. At Carnegie. Carnegie. Yeah. So that was fun. We drove down there, got to check out the. That was my first experience at a hill climb. I don't know Mine about too. You. That was crazy. Like, crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like the fucking the bikes with like the Jixer motors in mm-hmm. them are yeah. gnarly when they take off, or the nitro bikes or whatever they yeah. call them. Crazy. And it's so steep, dude. That hill that you guys yeah. were running. It's gnarly. They yeah. make it look easy. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. should go check a hill climb out because. It sounds lame with just a hill climb, like bikes going up a hill, but it's crazy. And they make, they do the racing, what's that called? Like enduro climax or something? Moto climb? <laughs> Moto climb? Well, that's when they go side by side? Yeah. X climb or something. X, yeah, dude, yeah. Dude, that is, that's intense. Because, mm-hmm. dude, imagine like people get kicked sometimes with the square edges, all that yeah. shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Scrubbing at the top. I remember all the all kind that. of scrubbing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And yeah. then about a year later or so, he booked us again at the Hard Enduro out here at Sparks, which is the commercial you guys have been hearing for a few weeks now. And we performed out there before, so that was a cool event too. And then, like he was saying, Enduro fan. Enduro Kyle Redman. Ty Tremaine. But yeah, so it's going to be cool. May 4th out there. Um, it's going to be probably bigger than it ever has been, huh? Mm-hmm. So that'll be sweet. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, 
One question I have for you is like, why? I mean, everyone in moto, at least, everyone's always fucking bitching about the lack of tracks mm-hmm. and like nowhere to ride or the track sucks and this, this, and this. But no one ever steps up and like makes an effort to promote, at least promote their own race or open their own track or whatever. So, what made you like pick that path? And then not only just throwing your own event, but then taking it a step further where you're trying to or not trying to like in the process of rebranding hill climb as moto climb, mm-hmm. because I mean, I'm sure you like, you know that that sport gets a whole lot of shit talked oh, about it. Yeah. It's like the redneck thing it is. in moto, yeah. especially coming from motocross. But then we went out there and we're like, dude, this is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So like, what made you pick that path compared to, I don't know, starting a different business within the industry, I guess. Mm, I think it, I always accepted the fact I was never going to be a pro level rider and I don't have like racing in my blood to compete. Um, I think that the competition within me comes from doing something different and trying to like always break down barriers and try to see what can be done and what can't be done. So when we started that first event, they kind of was inspired to see like, okay, this other guy's been doing it for 30 years. Like, he's cool, but let's see if we could do it better. Yeah. Or not better, just different. And so that event was like, had its ups and downs because the guy and I didn't, my partner and I didn't get along. But um, after that, you know, it was just like, this is cool. Like, there's no one 22 years old doing any events. No way. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I can maybe just push a little bit and see and you know maybe meet some sponsors along the way build some relationships with riders and that's what i started doing and i've been taking pictures since i was like i was really into it when i was like 12 and 13 14 i was i love photography and then i through high school it kind of dropped off mm-hmm. and so i picked up a camera again i was like oh this is fun like with action sports and so i uh started picking up the camera again and filming learning how to do video i never did video before and just kind of all on my own and that's the quickest way to gain a relationship with either a business or an athlete is pick up a camera and give them free photos yeah. or footage. You probably know really well. Yeah, it's like, that right now, you want to sell yourself, mm-hmm. give them free content. They'll love you forever. Right. Um, I mean, that's not the case with everyone, but you know, if they're cool, they're, they're going to appreciate that stuff, especially if it's decent quality. So um, that's how I kind of started building relationships with riders. And then that ties into the events. And then, I started seeing hill climb and then I'd look on search engines on Google or on hashtag hill climb and it's all like Pikes Peak or that. There's an app called hill climb racing and it's like two cars going up. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or it's like quads or even road bikers is like really heavy in the Google search for a hill climb. Hmm. So I'm like, what could we do here? And it just kind of came to me one day. um, I was in Tahoe actually. I was like, shoot motorcycle hill climb that's our sport smash two together moto climb so that was like end of 2016 i thought of that and started instagram page uh went through the trademark process and um and then the instagram page you know just started gaining traction because it was just a repost page and i was just like this is gonna you know just giving athletes exposure and giving our sport a different name a different taste and so when I started the moto climb thing, it, it was like, I know this is going to be tough because these legacy athletes, these teams have been doing it for decades. They're going to hate it. It's going to take years for this to actually gain traction. And so when I, you know, started 
branding it as moto climb, you know, the younger riders started it like, oh, that's cool. Like, because mm-hmm. you would talk to industry guys and hill climb, yeah, it's cool. You know, it's whatever. You think of a redneck though with a mullet and with jeans and a you know yeah, flannel 50 cal out there. yeah you see 50, <laughs> 50 cal on a jigsaw <laughs> we can make it happen <laughs> be sketchy. i'll probably break a bone <laughs> but um i just wanted to put a different look because i see how much money these guys put in these bikes i see how far they travel cross country it's like they deserve more. These guys are top athletes. If we just tweak a few things, they could be getting some respect from the industry and some money can flow in. And so it's starting. Everyone I've talked to in the industry, mostly everyone has seen Moto Climb as like, oh, that's different. Like something mm. different. And it brands our sport. It brands yeah. these athletes. So our hashtag Moto Climb is very strong towards our just sport. Mm-hmm. Instead, Hill Climb is just like, good luck finding our sport and our athletes. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's really strategic in a way. And I've gotten a lot of flack from. You know, top teams, guys who've been doing it for decades, and they just hate it. Other series, too. I've had a guy from a different series, a board member, just cuss me out one day over the phone. Just, you're you're going rogue on us. You know, you're taking all of our attention. You know, he just hated it. It's like, dude, I mean, it's America. If it doesn't work, <laughs> it's fine. Like, I'll fail. Like, it's yeah. cool. But I'm going to give it a shot. And, you know, started getting some trust with the athletes, and the athletes are where it's at. Without athletes, mm-hmm. no sport. So because that's where the fans go. That's where the fans go. Yeah. And now so, you got the top athletes, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm good friends with them, and building up a trust where I work with content on them. I try to help them with, you know, whether it's sponsors or athlete profile resumes, and I do everything but race. And so last year was our Moto Climb Super Series debut, where we we uh, started the first ever in history coast to coast motorcycle hill climb series. It's wow. never gone east to west. It's always stayed divided at these series. And so last year we joined up with some other races and we have a championship now. So Whoa. we're going into year two now. It's like we got sponsors on board. We're getting some attention. And What? Who was the champion last year? Logan Bead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Didn't he get an X Games gold medal or yeah. something? Crazy. Yeah, he's a beast. That guy's Hard sick. worker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a friend too, and it's. I see these guys are like they're professionals. They just need a, some tweaking on how we can make them better. They help me get better too. So it's a mm-hmm. tit for tat. Austin Tyler is another one where he's one of my best friends, and we work super close together. And he's just so talented and ride on a bike. I just want to say thank you for bringing that chick uh, out to uh, Four Wheel Parts, Adam Conway. I was like <laughs> glad you got him out the couch. Hers. Who? Um, some kid in Garner who never heard of her. pistols through windows, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Conway. Yeah. No, I texted actually, him the other day. I was like, he deleted his Instagram again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now it's back though. Yeah, it is it's back. Sent yeah, us a screenshot couple today. Day, wow. A couple of days ago, I noticed it came oh. back. Yeah, and it was gone like a week before you sent me that text, dude. People think we're lying on here. This is all truth. Yeah. Yes, yes, all truth. That's right. It's so crazy. And then Who's he hiding from. We don't know. Himself, dude. <laughs> himself. He goes, yeah. Can't get out of his own way. Yeah, he just gets pissed off one day and deletes his account because, I don't know, his leather working is in cell or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's so something that doesn't relate to today. I want my 100 bucks back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you should never give it. Yeah, you shouldn't know. You should be like, after the picture, be like, all right, let me see that 100 Let it me hold it for the picture. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, he texted us today, me and P, about the fit, the new 50 cal post today. He's like, dude, not going to lie. I'm fucking 
crying, laughing, <laughs> and JP just responds, delete your account. And that's nothing back. <laughs> Good. I don't want him back either. <laughs> no one does, dude. He's on the do not enter list at EnduroFest, all right? <laughs> you got fucking banned. <laughs> Front gate goes, no, turn around, go to stead. Get out of here. Go dude. to bed, dude. <laughs> go to bed, Go to stead or go to bed. Take one, dude. What do you think of that burrito, dude? Uh, Walden's killed it. Yeah, they're so good. That was good. I've been there before. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's It's super good. Shout out to Chef Michael and Paula, who made this. They're Italian, huh? He is, I think. He's Italian, yeah. Very proud. And I heard that you're Dutch Filipino? Yes, sir. Good job, dude. I'm Dutch Indo. Indo. Indonesian. Oh, I thought you were like Indica. Like, (laughs) (laughs) No, I was like, oh, damn, dude, you guys are almost brothers. brothers. Dude, yeah. yeah, hell yeah, nuts. European nice. Islander, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah, that's JP, Philippine. until two weeks ago, didn't know what <laughs> continent the Philippines were part of, so he has no idea what you're talking about. That's cool. No, I do now. Yeah. We're going to teach him. Asia, Asia, yeah, good job. Yeah. He just learned, uh, this. was that this morning, what Judaism is? Oh, yeah. that's good. He's all, what's Judaism? And he's like, well, is that like me. Judy? <laughs> I'm like, no, dude. dude. I've never heard Judaism. Judaism and things like it makes it sounds like my aunt started a church, and she's like, Dad, Judaism. That sounds great. You're like, all right, Aunt Judy, yeah, love you too. Aunt Judy. No, seriously, dude. Judaism, dude. You learn God. a lot. Susanism. Yeah. What's next, dude? Mm-hmm. You know, Judaism. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> that's so crazy. I know people think, dude, that guy's so dumb. He didn't know, like, fucking. I don't even know the word because I haven't heard it ever again since this episode with John Lee. Uh, contraception. Contraception. <laughs> oh, he doesn't know contraception. He doesn't know Judaism. What an idiot! Like, dude, when's the last time you used both those words in a fluid sense? Like. Never. Sure, some people. That's right. (laughs) I don't know. Depends where you're from. Maybe like a nun, like a Jewish nun. Like, would always be saying shit like that, you know? I pay to yeah, see a Jewish nun. Yeah, there's a, there are a lot of Jewish nuns running around, dude. Okay, help me out here. What fucking religion is a nun? Catholic. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Just go to bed. <laughs> I need to. Dude, I'm not good with religion and all that, dude. I don't know yeah, much. Or, or geographic. Or yeah. geographic <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, sports, I guess. The last episode. What do you mean? You were saying, we were talking about volleyball oh. players and it starts doing a cheerleader cheer. I was like, dude. yeah, almost, but yeah, yeah the, not the quite. bridge. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do? The bridge? Saw someone about to jump. If we're if the freeway is rolling, that's tough. You just go, you're driving I mean, and go, it's oh, like, fuck, that's ooh, not a situation. I would, I would, yeah, try to pull over, see if there's an exit. Like, if there's no exit. Like, we were coming over the hill last month. And this guy like was sliding up. It was towards Boreal. He was like sliding off in the fast lane. We we're only going like thirty. And it was all crooked. And uh, I pull up next to him. I'm in four wheel drive. I'm like, "You okay, dude?" He's like, "Yeah, do you got chains? Or can you help me put these chains?" I'm like, "Dude, I can't really help right now. We're like in the middle of the freeway. This Audi Q7 plowing behind us, going like fifty. Slams on the brakes. I see it in the rearview mirror, and uh, it hits the snow wall. I Get off, because I'm in four-wheel drive, and I leave. <laughs> it's the snow all backs into the car oh. I was talking to, and it's like, I just got to go. You got to go. That right guy there. went to sleep. 
Mm-hmm. That guy. No, nah, they were fine. <laughs> they were fine. It was awkward because it's like, sorry, dude. You're like, like did I? Like, I. Th- you start to think like, no, nah, that was him. He caused it. It wasn't me. I was checking on him. Yeah, I was but checking he caused on him. it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many people, mostly from I probably from the Bay Area or something. When I used to work at the valet, and whenever there was a snowstorm over eighty. <laughs> They'd come in, and usually, like, all of our check-ins were at, like, 5 or 6 p.m., 7 maybe. You know, people get off work early and then drive up. Whenever there's a snowstorm, they'd be late, so we'd get slammed at, like, 10. But usually, it's, like, the roads are wet here, and they're, like, slammed with snow up there. And these people would show up in, like, Prius or, like, a Honda Civic or something, Still with the fucking chains on, dude. <laughs> and then they'd want us to take them off. Like, can you take those off? We're like, no. Dude, you paid the chain monkey 40 bucks at the top of Donner to put those on. I'm not fucking getting under there and taking them off. Yeah, I'll park after all that mud car, and shit. And then they'll be like, okay, and we just park them with the chains on. <laughs> but they've been driving like that for miles, dude. You figure there's been the road has been clear since like Verdi, <laughs> yeah, all the easily. way to the Atlantis, dude. <laughs> 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 Three ways, and <laughs> dude, that's so sick, dude. <laughs> that's California, dude. That's so crazy. That's yeah, how we roll. I'm glad I have four by four truck. I've never had to put chains on. You? Mm-mm. Have you had to put chains on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four by four rules. Yeah. They're just like good to go. Like keep yeah. going. But going back to the bridge, if I was walking, I would try to yeah. do something. That's yeah. different. It's a weird mm. situation. Like, picture yourself. You're like, yo, I got, I better say the right thing. Like, yeah. this is a literally critical moment. I better say the right thing. And you're just like, go to bed. No. Well, <laughs> 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 remember in Joe Dirt? When the Joe Dirt, where the, co- the police officer was like, I got him. And the, and the horse. And there, he was about to come down. He's like, don't worry. <laughs> I don't remember that. No. And he, he like lassos him and he like falls off and bungees. And hits his mullet. Oh, right, yeah, right. That's yeah, when yeah. they take the mullet off and give him a... Yes, yeah, yeah. Dreadlocks or... Dude, <laughs> imagine filming that movie. That'd be fun. With Kid Rock, I guess it would be. Yeah. Ball with the body. dude. Get in the pit and try to love someone, you know? <laughs> True. Yeah. Imagine that, Larry, dude. What's next, do you think, for bar second bar? Get in the pit and drop love someone. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. Rick Rubin's like, yeah, that's it. You know, I was like, <laughs> Brett Michaels is in the back, just looking wrist rocking. You know, imagine that. What's what's I'm up? Are you tired? <laughs> Wake up, dude. I'm up. Wake I'm up. I'm up. Dude, this sauce is pretty good. You in a trance. Mm-hmm. That's it. Dude. <laughs> it's good. Put me to sleep. It is, huh? So, what's next for? elevated like how many events are you trying to do per year well i going back a little i quit the weld job full-time at the end of 2017 Mm. yeah yeah so 2018 last year was my first full year just like i'm dedicated so i built up a good relationship with irc tire and now i'm like they're going through a brand resurgence right now they've been around for 94 years and so they're trying to come back and be like hey we're relevant again Mm. so we're working on a really cool ideas on how to bring them back, getting back on social media, starting a YouTube channel for them and working with some good riders. And EnduroFest is kind of part of their whole brand strategy on like, we'll, ho- we'll help support you host this event for us. So it's a real good relationship we have because the tires they're pushing are the sports I push. 
So it meshes really well, and I've gotten close with them. So um, continuing to like consult and work with IRC is important. And then this year I have EnduroFest, which is an AMA event now, and then we have our October uh, Carnegie Classic again, which is the final round of that national series. Oh, right, okay. And I'm looking in the amateur stuff and then uh, – more hard enduro and then mountain bike stuff maybe oh, in really? the future, yeah. Sweet. So, yeah. so maybe in the next year or two and keeping my eyes open for different opportunities because I need to do more events if I want to keep doing this. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if it's not working out, if people just start losing interest, I got to go back to welding or something. Yeah, because you know. right now it's like, all right, what's next? And luckily IRC has my back on a lot of these things so I get to um, see what the industry side requires and try to fulfill those demands and events. It would be sick if you can get like, like if you can get Chad Reed or I mean that's probably a too big of a name. Maybe like no, like I, it's like we, Chad Reed on the one in the summer. Just be like hey, can you come out and just do one event? We're working on some big names, so uh, like a, like a supercross race. Yeah, or so we've had so far Wally Palmer, Kyle Redman, who just kills it. Kyle mm-hmm. just has like podiums every race in the moto climb, and then. Brett Q came out to our New York race. Whoa. And that was sick. We helped we helped him get there. And then um Yeah, we're working on some bigger names. So what does it take to get big guys like that? Do you gotta pay them or do you just like In that instance, yeah. Yeah. We had to pay them and help to get their way there and it was like part sponsor money, part, you know, personal of mm-hmm. some other riders that helped get him there. So it was kind of like we all collaborated. And it was cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah. That's you know? sick. So, so take us through like what goes in let's just use the the hardened girl here for example like what goes into putting that event on give us like a a breakdown like front to back because mm-hmm. i mean when you when you race it like you hear about it online and you show up mm-hmm. and it's there yeah and then you leave and then it's on to the next thing but from the promotion side like what goes in it for you from the time where it's just a thought to yeah. you're done. Shit, the out of viewers right now. Where's your glasses? Dude? I need my glasses. <laughs> I know. Um, this is my fourth year doing a Reno Tahoe event. So uh, I've had Reno Tahoe, the agency, their support since 2017. And they, um, so they help. And each year I'm trying to like, see what works each year i'm tweaking it like the first year was just a moto climb second year i split it last year was just a hardened girl this year is like purely hardened girl so and last year was a two-day event this year i'm doing just a one-day event because i want people in and out and try to make it like short and sweet mm-hmm. so where they leave wanting more i don't want to draw it out to where people have to go home late and everything i want people to take a day to go drive up to tahoe and have some fun or gamble at the casinos on sunday and um so this year took a lot of restructuring because last year we did a two-day event with four main events and we total points between those. And this year we're doing just a one-day event with just hard enduro type of a, you know, photos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when a, the planning started last summer, really after the last year's enduro fest, we tried to take what what worked and what was good and what riders' feedback was, and then we say what we needed to do to save cost to make the show better and talk about how we can scale it. And so AMA was the big question for us is like, how can we scale it? And so we got 
in touch with AMA last August, and they're starting this whole new hard enduro series called the Extreme Off-Road Championship and Tennessee Knockouts, the final round. Mm. So this is a Nevada State Championship, and if you finish top 10 or there's and you're not qualified, then you get to go to Tennessee. Um, it's like a grand national out there. So we got guys coming from North Carolina to Hawaii because Whoa. it's an AMA race now. Mm-hmm. But last year was just a regional type so of my own thing. Yeah, but now it's like points and legit. And so we start with the planning process and, and talking to riders, talking to other promoters, seeing what we can do. Once we got AMA on board, we knew our direction, so we wanted to keep it shorter and, and – uh, so working with IRC Tire, we try to, you know, last year, did you guys go last year? Enduro Fest? There you go. Ty yeah. was there with the Alta? Uh, no, you I don't go? think so. You went the year before. Yeah. yeah that's right. So last year during the final race, like Tristan Hart finished a course I thought was going to take an hour and a half, hour 15, hour and a half and 37 minutes. And Kyle Red- Redmond was two minutes behind him. So they humbled me big time. like, okay, these guys are legit. Yeah. And since yeah. then, I've ridden with Cody, I've ridden with Colton. Um, I've seen them more at Enduro Cross and gotten tighter with some of these riders, seeing what they're capable of. And because when you go out there, Mark course, you're like, oh, that looks gnarly. And Do I'll mark it. Not? Yeah, to me, but these guys will blow up it in five seconds. No problem. That's what's so gnarly. Like, Ty is <sighs> so good. Yeah, when I, I film with them, I'm like, fuck, it's that insane. was huge, you know? Ballsy stuff they're mm-hmm. doing, like, sketchy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so the course design is really important, trying to make it like feasible for the limited amount of workers you have and your operations are, you know, really vital for making sure that the flow keeps going. You don't want to have any interruptions. And so working on getting the dates set, you know, late last year, working with Reno Tahoe because that whole funding process ends in like November. So you had to do all your budgets and figure out how – you know, send them all that information and apply if you get funding for this year from Reno Tahoe. And then um, it comes down to course design, operations, getting sponsors, and just pulling a, an event together, building the web page, building the sign up page, building the, you know, social media pages. Mm-hmm. And just like it's constant work and all angles. And I'm kind of a one man operation right now. I have. A couple right hand guys, especially right now this weekend, Dwight's helping me, and uh, last the weekend before, Mark from IRC was helping me. So I have guys that are like right there, but when mm-hmm. it comes to the computer and the media and stuff, it's, all it's you. like all on me. Or communications with the riders, um, dealing with sponsors, Reno Tahoe, fulfilling those obligations. It's all me. And so busy, I'm, huh? Yeah, it's constant. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to having someone help one day to like fulfill some of those duties but right now it's just try to designate time for it you have to like book the mustang park or like how yeah. does that work well i'm close with the uh manager of it so i just give them my dates and they're like all right cool oh so um then they send me a contract and i gotta do insurance through them and oh nice. now that the ama is involved i for two hours this morning filling out applications and printing things out scanning them and everything trying to send them back it's but it's just all part of it. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot, like you said, a lot of moving parts in the event. And, um, you know, things like today's what, the 12th? Mm-hmm. So the event's in three weeks. If I want to get shirts and signs and banners and flags made, or need to, need to be ordered by mid next week. Yeah. Yeah. So everything's like in my head, like, oh, crap. 
writing things on lists and just like, oh, my t-shirts have to be ordered and, you know, flags and my workers and, and then VCs the weekend before I'll be out there all weekend. So I got to get ready for that. Promoting it. So when you, <clears throat> when you make the course, it's kind of different because like with the motocross, you build the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But with you guys, how much of the course are you actually building? And then how much of it is just like crazy shit that you can find up in the hills out there? I'm only building like 3% of it. Just the part that's like mm-hmm. right in front again? Because they left their whole rock garden from last year, mm. which is huge this year. But that was for the trucks? Yeah, the Ultra 4 trucks in October. So they left it for us. And we're going to make them zigzag through it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so it's like 60 feet wide by 100 feet long. So it's just like you're going to have them U-turn in it. It'll be hard. Like, like short ways? Yeah, so like they'll have to go through it and then make a turn another turn and then go there. Oh, <laughs> dang. so that'll be fun yeah and then um we have to set some tires on the ground some wooden logs and that's it but when it comes to course marking like i put 240 stakes in the ground with mark last weekend and this weekend i bought you know a lot more for this weekend because we got to mark a lot more of course this weekend so that's going to be the hardest part last year i pulled it all night or the night before the event so the day before the hardened row of like the big one i saw the sunset and i will and i saw the sunrise just hammering stakes in because i wasn't prepared that was so stupid on my part because i i just wasn't prepared and the course still wasn't marked well enough when they started the race no i had no sleep zero sleep so I learned a lot with that. It's like, okay, we're going to do this a month ahead now. My IRC partner, he's just like, Matt, we got to, he helps me out, be accountable a lot. So we got to dial this in a little bit beforehand. So the week of, I'm more focused on people coming in nice. rather than the course. Sick. But dude. yeah, the course is gnarly up there. There's so much we could do. We can have a hundred different courses and never hit the same terrain. So um, it's like a, not a huge, it's only 600 acres, which. For these races, is kind of small, but you can make it tight and just wind it everywhere. It's it's gnarly. Yeah, it's crazy. You don't really need that much land to have a track. You think you would need, even like a moto track, you'd need like hundreds of acres. Mm-hmm. And like Conway's track, I think the parcel's like 30 acres. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the aerial of it, it's only on half of that because yeah. they wanted to stay away from the neighbors as much as possible, I think. So it's like really only on 15 acres in full you know, two and a half minute lap time moto track mm. on 15 acres. Wow, so that's a long track. Yeah. It's a, it is a long track. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So How long is, what's your crazy. best lap time there? My fastest four shit. minutes. <laughs> Dude, it's, I can't, the jumps are big. It's, I don't know. It's, I don't do jumps. It's just built for, for, I'm a pro. So, you know, not Conway though. No, yeah, kind of. Like, <laughs> some of the jumps are big. There's like a power line jump. You've done it, right? Mm-hmm. I almost did it one day, but there's this awkward like backwards double before it. It's got like a not that steep lip and then a gap to a roller, but like not a steep roller. It's just a normal roller. And a backwards double is also a double. Oh. But it's yeah. not like a lip where you can just sit and like hit it. You all You kind of have to like... See, bounce a little bit more than an average lip off of it to clear it, and like an O three at Fernley, they didn't have anything like that, so I'm not I'm not used to that. You yeah, know? <laughs> I heard yeah. you're the champ, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Where'd you see, you see my plaque? Oh yeah, cycle news and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Still have you 
everywhere, mm-hmm. huh? I know. I get and, people's oh oh three gem. I'm just like, dude, like it's been years, like let's drop it. Yeah. But I people won't let go. So mm-hmm. even I, today at the gym, trophies came on. <laughs> oh three, all 03. over again. That's right. I think I beat my like I pushed a little harder right then. So I was like, dude, when I if I was oh three I'd be whooping my ass right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy where you came from there. Now we're fifty calas now. Big, burly, yeah. drinking beer, smoking, <laughs> you know? Six days a week. Six days a week, dude. Just working at the gym now. Yeah, working, got my new job, selling zips at the front, you know? <laughs> hit me up. Did Derek hit you up about that yet? No, but I might see him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they'll think, dude. Yeah, I wonder what they'll think. It's all right. It's 50 cal, dude. It's what you get, dude. You never know what you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, exactly. You really don't. <laughs> one day, walking box of chocolates. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. One day he's working out. One day he's on the rings. One day he's getting dragged across on the bar. <laughs> the next day he's working there, selling yeah. drugs out the front. <laughs> day, day before, he's pounding some coors after he tells you to sign up, dude. <laughs> he's trying to get referrals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he so does it all, dude. Anyone's listening and looking to improve their health, this month of April... 50 Cal uh, has a card just for you that gets you a membership for one month for $90. Originally, $170. Just contact 50 Cal because uh, he's got to be present when you're present to sign up. So think about it. Drop the LBs, baby. You know, <laughs> no, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If I lived here, I would take advantage of that deal. You, it is. It's good. Mm-hmm. I took advantage of the deal, and I signed up for a year after my first two weeks. Yeah. So, Well, my buddy Andy, he goes there, and he's been going for a while. Oh, really? The kid, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been going. Uh, maybe the other location. Mm. Yeah. But he loves it, too. Yeah, yeah. it's super cool. It's fun. Really cool. So shout out to Derek for the month of April. <laughs> Got me covered, you know. All right, dude. Fifty cows getting sponsors. Who yeah. are you gonna? Oh, you're sponsored by Soul now. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to hit up Neil, but I'll I'll still hit him up. He really, oh, perfect. Really. Hey, dude. I'll give you free weed and and free shirt. Just hit me up today. Okay. Doesn't do it. <laughs> I'm like I I just call back. I'm like, hey, you know, you're dealing with fifty cows, so today works for me. <laughs> it's today actually yeah like your time is not like 50 cows time you know that's right but also uh uh tina and jolene wanted me to say that they're looking for sponsors they're they're two chicks ripping the uh, utv in the mm. vegas arena she's gonna be announcing enduro fest oh yeah tina. she told me that mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool dude yeah so support them Donate a couple bucks or something, you know, because they hired me for a video, so they earn they earn this little plug right here, you know. Yeah. And Vegas Torino, they got to buy like ten grand worth of stuff, so fifty bucks could go a long way. It's a long race. That's crazy, huh? I've seen the end. The they do the end at the rodeo grounds in Carson or something. I think the finish line. Uh, I've never been out there. I think yeah, somewhere. Don't they end it in like Dayton or so, somewhere? Yeah, somewhere near. out there. Yeah. I, I went to it once and. Um, you know, just to see the trophy trucks pull up and stuff. And I saw this guy, it was like dusk, like 7 p.m. And he pulled up on like a KTM 250, two-stroke, you know, strong like accent. And he's like, yeah, I just came from Argentina. I've uh, never done a race before. No way. <laughs> and I just completed it. And it took him, he started at like 6 a.m. And he finished at like 7 p.m. 
<laughs> Holy Damn, On a dude. KTM 250. Dude. No. Legend. It's they said they need 12 tires. Oh, easy. Yeah. I was like, for, what? A lot of dirt roads. Yeah, but like you go through tires that much? Well, if you have two spares on board, one pit change. True. Fuck, that's a lot. I... I thought they were just milking it, but like, damn. <laughs> I thought they were lying. That's an expensive sport. Yeah, Everything with four wheels is just yeah. like four times more expensive. Dude, but that thing stuck, that can in mm-hmm. can rip. Yeah. Remember that one we went in? Yeah. Yeah, those side. Do the you front? have one? A side by side? It's a work side by side. Oh, yeah. It still gets the job done. Has What's a, that? A dump bed. Oh. And pop up seats and stuff. You can still kind of mob it, though. Oh, yeah. It goes like 45 and stuff. It's fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. How far they've come from mm-hmm. like the original rhinos. And then people started modding those out, and then like they're like, "Oh, we should just make them like this." Yeah, now they're yeah. fucking badass. They're sick. Whoever yeah. made that marketing switch was a good decision, huh? Someone said, "No, we gotta go like like ultra sick." Yeah, not really like the farmer fu- stuff. Yeah, well, they have both still. But you know but they yeah. sell way more than gnarly ones. I don't know. I bet they sell more of the farm ones. Really? I figure every farm has one. Or every badass guy one. That's true. Every badass one. Little too many. <clears throat> yeah. Those things are littered. At King of the Hammers, they just are everywhere. Really? They call them the jet skis of dirt. My buddies call them like jet skis of the dirt because they're just like <laughs> uncontrolled and annoying because you'll get hit by one. I mean, you can easily get hit by one. Damn. Just that event People just crazy. buy a twenty thousand dollar machine and let's go mob. You know, you don't have the license or anything. It's crazy, dude. Bags. Yeah, yeah. I read they're trying to get the street legal here with those because mm. in like Utah, Arizona, mm-hmm. Montana, you can ride them on the street. Yeah, which is sick. So sick. I rode one in Montana. My buddy Austin, uh, Austin Tyler, he borrowed his buddies in Montana. We went cruise a Dairy Queen in one. <laughs> yeah, so we pulled up in the drive thru in a, in a 1000 razor and we're like, what's up? And got ourselves some milkshakes. And they're just like, yeah, cool. Yeah, whatever. See it all the time. Like, yeah, I fucking hate my job. <laughs> just right through the roll cage, please. Yeah, <laughs> living the dream. Here's your fucking shake, dream, dude. <laughs> that was question of the day at the gym the other day that she asked uh, what your pet peeve was. And I did try to get out of it. You I did? went to the bathroom. You when did? we started, yeah. And Why, then she dude? You're always doing silly I know, shit I like, like that. I like to do question of the day, dude. Why? <laughs> don't want to. That's so dumb, dude. <laughs> and so I came out, and they were almost done, and I still got roped into fucking doing it. Yeah, good. And I forgot what my real pet peeve was, and I still can't think of it. Obviously, it's not a big deal, but I don't even know what it is. <laughs> but I thought of it the other day when we were driving. I was like, dude, that fucking pisses me off more than anything. And that's it. But now I can't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but either. the one I came up with on the spot was when people say, live in the dream, but mm-hmm. like obviously sarcastic. Like mm-hmm. it's different if, if the person's like happy and positive and they say that, okay, no matter what they're doing. But when you pull up on someone like, like a stereotypical gas station employee that just fucking hates their job oh, and they're, yeah. they're pissed off and like, hey, how's it going? They're like, live in the dream. Mm-hmm. That shit pisses me off. All right, dude. That's so funny. I can't believe you get out of that shit. Did he set a new personal record for like lifting good weight, like a big weight, like biggest in the class for our class? And he goes, "Yeah." They're like, "Put your hand up if you did a PR." And it's my first time, so obviously I did. I'm like, hey, how, <laughs> "How'd you do?" My <laughs> first. Yeah, it's easy to set PR when you yeah, don't have exactly an R. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, how'd you do?" He's like, "Oh yeah, new PR." I'm like, "Why didn't you raise your hand?" 
Don't want to. <laughs> like, what? Don't want to ring the bell, dude. Don't want to ring the bell. That's why you're 50, Cal, and he's not. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I got a month free, dude. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what my pet peeve is? Start participating, dude. Well, what? You know those, like, minivans and annoying sedans that the parents, like, kids put stickers on the inside of the windows? And just a litter with stickers on the inside, uh-huh. like, little dumb stickers for kids. Uh-huh. It pisses me off. Dude, really? Because imagine, imagine taking like. all crying on the rock yeah. wall and that pisses me off. I just want to smash a window every time I That's see one. That's insane, dude. Yeah, hate it. I don't even know what mine's. Oh, bad drivers. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a bad driver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not a bad driver. You're just aggressive driver. I am. You're always on someone's ass. Always fucking trying to honk at them, but your horn doesn't work, so you're yelling out the window. <laughs> you would have hated me today. Really? I had my 33-foot trailer pulling it over the hill, and uh, I get to the Verdi gas station on Chevron right there. I'm like, dude, my blinkers are working. <laughs> <laughs> on my trailer, I'm like futzing around with it, and uh, it was sitting on my buddy's property for like a couple months, so I, I turn on, my, I see my, oh, my battery switch is off, my Dude, I drove up here winding through traffic with that big old trailer. No blinkers the whole entire time. That, <laughs> that wouldn't piss me off at all, dude. I was cutting people off. Not really, but dude, just trucks. You know, I had yeah. to get around the truck. and Dude, that's fine. But if you're like, <laughs> if you're going 60 and a 65 in the far left mm-hmm. lane and you're not moving over and there's like people going like 58 to 62 in the, in the other lane and you're just stuck like kind of fucking everyone and and the hardest part is half the time they really don't even realize that they don't even mean it or like they don't realize they're doing that you know mm-hmm. like and then you drive by them and you just want to fucking flip That's them off idea. and they're like oh, I'm like doing their own thing and like dude what are you then I'll just cut them off a little bit and like wake them up and I, I see them in the mirror and I go I go thumb to the right, dude. Get over. Left lane is a fast lane. You see this truck? You know? Know where you are, dude. I was was pedaling, or I was riding the bike today up the hill on McCarran, and all the traffic was stopped at Cullen Parkway, like, for the light. And there was this gap. And that's one thing when I'm driving. If someone doesn't pull up far enough, Mm -hmm. it's like... Because you never know what's behind you. Like, if, if everyone pulled up, maybe more people could get into the mm-hmm. lane they want to be in or whatever. And this chick was, like, six car lengths behind me. And I'm, like, riding by. I'm, like, fuck, what an idiot. And as soon as I get up to her, she, like, rips up and then slams on the brakes to get in the right spot. But she's holding – I look in, and she's holding her phone like this. This totally clueless, like, probably was looking at her phone as she comes to a stop. And just looks at her phone, and then she looks up, and she's 30 feet away from the car in front of her. And then she's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Dude. I don't know. Especially on a moment. bike. It's sketchy. Yeah. yeah. He's on a pedal bike, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I had an early moment today coming back from the gym, dude. So, like, when you turn from left on Keystone to McCarran, and you if you're coming from McCarran to Keystone, and you want to go left into Save Mart. Mm-hmm. Some dude did a fucking U-turn right there, and in the middle of the lane, like, and, like, all of us are turning right there, and he's just, like, barely going, 
and everyone's like three different cars and I'm like hell yeah like I'm in the right crowd right now you know like and then everyone's like dude what the fuck and then he steps on it and goes like 70 I'm like great like at least he's out of there you know so then at the top of the hill all the way up McCarran Hill he's going hella slow and then I catch up behind him and you could just see him like in looking in the mirror like oh dude he knows he's slow and I'm on his ass you know goes and then I I go around him like no I'm just like don't like just no problems just go around him and then we hit a light at Skyline that awkward downhill mm-hmm. fucking hit the light and then <clears throat> he pins it and goes in front of me and goes slow and I'm like alright dude like whatever so I just fucking and then he pins it after we go I just stay behind him cause it really was bad pins it Right at the light at Cash Hill and McCarran, it turns green and there's no cars in the right lane where I am and he's in the left lane. And like right before I get there, he fucking cuts <laughs> over to pin it past the line he's waiting. And his car is slow, like did the same thing he did in front of Saymore and just sat there for a bit. So I went in the fucking bike lane and just passed this motherfucker, dude. Right by the guardrail, right here where the view is. But right before downhill, yeah. I pass him. And then he pi- And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's not enough for me to get by. And he picks that up. I'm like, oh, fuck this. So I just slowly start going over. I'm like, dude, we're about to wreck or you're hitting the brakes. And he hit the brakes. Nice. And then I flipped him off. <laughs> and and then got in the turn lane and was seeing if he was going to roll on the You passed him on the right in the bike lane. And that, then you that comforts flipped you him as a biker, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, exactly. You could have yeah. killed yeah. your homie today. Six hours later, I would have been fucking dead. Because yeah. <laughs> you were trying to pass him. <laughs> no. No. You wouldn't know, dude. You wouldn't know. Unbelievable. That's, that's the shit I have to deal with. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's tough being you. Dude, it is. I, like, seriously, it's just stay in your lane or check your mirror. Don't cut me off. I know. He made you go in the I was going lane. 50. I didn't even tap the brakes because that's how far ahead he was in front of me before the light turned green. And I was like, perfect. Momentum's on my side until fucking Jose Cuervo comes over. And then I had to do some sketchy moves, you know? You got to. I had to. <laughs> there was no other option. All right, let's do the current event. Oh, we yeah. Got, we got a new segment, the Tech One current event. <clears throat> TechOneDesigns.com for all your moto graphic needs, custom graphics. Graphic tech One, yeah. hit him up. Where's he out of? Minden. Oh. Yeah. Local, dude. Is he cool? Uh-huh. Super yeah, cool. He was on the show like two or three episodes the ago. The one episode I missed because it was yeah. the artist Mikey. Yeah, and then there was two episodes ago, so I think there was yeah. one in between. I yeah, missed. Chris, the team yeah. manager for Rockwell, super. Cross. Oh, that's the one I missed. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. just I'll take go a listen. It's up. Yeah. Okay, little complaint here. What? So you're not on Spotify yet? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we oh, are. the podcast? Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. It took a while. Okay, but we're on there. Now. All right, sweet. Yeah. Okay, because I had YouTube open the whole way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have an iPhone? I do. Oh, you don't use podcasts? No, I use podcast. I just use Spotify usually. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Podcasts are on there, but no, it's on there. Yeah, so yeah, yep. I'll download them. Man. Hell yeah! Sick. All right, Thank check you. one current event. <laughs> Number one trending story: Kirk Douglas, 102, enjoys backyard camping in a tent. He is quote such an inspiration. To who? Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
102, oh, Kurt, oh, I guess he's a Hollywood icon. 102-year-old Hollywood icon was photographed resting uh, on an air mattress inside of a green tent, which appears to be set up in a backyard on Friday. His grandson, who's 40, shared the <laughs> photo on his Instagram, writing, this is amazing, man. Or this amazing man, my pappy, is such an inspiration in so many ways. Going camping at 102. Three-time Oscar nominee is who he is. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, is Oscar's acting? Yeah. yeah. What movies? Are, movies. Because I've heard the name. I've probably seen it. Um, He's been in every movie for the last hundred years. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's probably in here, but the, grants <laughs> this article is much longer than our last one. The last one was 20 <laughs> words. Yeah. And Good that job. was it. That guy earned his pay. All right. This guy. So what do you think about that, dude? Is that a fucking inspiration or what? Dude. Someone sleeping outside? No, dude, how inspirational. Can't believe it. 102 and he's still camping. In a tent in his backyard. I'm his grandson. Mattress. I'm 40. Dude, that's that's a, <laughs> 40. <laughs> what an inspiration! Walking four feet out the sliding glass door and then laying down on an air mattress. You used to, dude, because the coffin's next. Just have to go to bed. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, to go, you can go to bed for life. Dude. Yeah, turn that Damn, cot into a coffin. Real quick. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Inspiring or not? <sighs> I wish I saw the photo. Oh, can we see the photo, up, dude? The photo right here help a little of, of the camper. <laughs> oh well, it's been removed. But there's another. Oh. There's a thumbnail Explicit of a video content. which again maybe could or dear Lord, be. dude. He's even he's even in the position of being in a coffin right there, and he has Ray Bans on. <laughs> that could be an open casket funeral for all. Of <laughs> Kirk Douglas. Uh, sorry, is oh, that yeah. like the original Batman or something? Or could have been. Could have been. been. Skip. We got ads on the videos here. Dude, this is Brad. Oh, I've seen that guy. He's 102? No, he that's a different now, Douglas. No, yeah. Maybe that's the grandson, dude. He looks <laughs> bad, bad for 40. I don't know. This is crazy. This would be a trending thing. Number one. Well, you know, trending, dude. It's all fake. Just whatever they put out there. There was not a picture. So, yeah, that uh, like, video was even worse than the article. It doesn't sell anything. What it sells it. Sounds like Kurt tent? needs some Tech One graphics for his tent. Yeah, yeah, Jamie could do them. You need for his glasses with Ray Bans right there. Anything. Okay, when okay, Matt, when you're a hundred and two, yeah. and you have a lot of money because <laughs> you're a four time Oscar nominee. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like camping in your backyard that probably feels like eighty degrees, <laughs> fre- like fresh cut lawn, and you're like looking at your kitchen windows? What do you think of that? Is that something you'd want to do? I don't. I wouldn't want to be camping in my backyard. Why, dude? Kirk Douglas, the can guy. Can walk? He made it to the tent. I think he can, dude. That's impressive. That's so old. I feel like we'll be, we'll be that old. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. 120 minimum. Yeah. Why? What makes you think Because that? he works out seven days a week. I'm at six, so what do I get? Like 110? 118. No, I think... Uh, <laughs> Till. I think... If you have the money for it, by the time we're that old, we're, it's the technology is going to be insane where you could just, I don't know what it's going to be because it hasn't been invented yet. Yeah. But like, think about medicine like today versus in the 50s. People who are dying in the 50s compared to what people have who are dying today. Mm-hmm. It's crazy different. And it's just going to be exponentially more by the time we get there. That's good. I want to die, dude. I don't want to live past triple digits, bro. 
Well, yeah, if you're hitting a thousand, like, that's pretty old. <laughs> well, if you're no, hundred. That's past triple digits. Well, nine hundred ninety nine is triple digits. Well, I mean, like I don't even want to hit triple digits. Dude. You're trying to but die if, at ninety nine. I, w- I I am. What but if? Uh, but if your body is like still good, that's one thing. If you're like a veggie, yeah, yeah, hundred. Okay, yeah. If I'm still able to like ride or like drive a water <laughs> truck or something, <laughs> drive a water truck. <laughs> You'll be what? out there fucking watering the truck. I will hire you at RFP. You will, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude! I will be there, dude. Not That's, be paid in cash, just like in scones or something. Just pay me in like <laughs> fresh denture water or something, you know? Tapioca pudding. <laughs> yeah, something, some uh, diapers, what's that called? Like Pampers. What's a men's diaper called? Like an old person's thing. Uh, Pampers? No, it's like a, it's fucking, it's a proper name. Someone's going to go, oh, you're fucking dumb. You don't know that, too. Dude. Here we go, dude. Here we go. No, I don't. Fucking dude, that, Kyle, my bad. That's a perfect job for you, water truck driver. Yeah, it is. Huh? Even now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right now? Smoking blood. What did you say the other day? You're like, if it wasn't for you, I'd be fucking. Taking your dump ticket at Carson, dude. You're, all right, you dro- looks like you guys dropped out 400 pounds. It's going to be 60 bucks. You know? You know, <laughs> what's a better ID? job for JP? <laughs> Working at the dump or driving a water truck? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who drives a water truck at the dump, <laughs> the fucking dust load, dude. It's water the parking lot all day. Go fill up. Yeah, and the service road. Yeah, four more trips today. You guys just like, lost ten listeners that are all water truck drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> the community's against the Go to Bed podcast, dude. Yeah, we're not co- we're not popular out the fucking landfill. <laughs> no, but we should be. We're popular at the Grove, though. Are we? Yeah, they listen out there. The Eagles do. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where where are most of your listeners at? In Reno. Does it tell tell us where? Like on the map? address. No. <laughs> it's like it's like Biddy. Yeah. Dude, I hope she every listens. episode is just like motherfuckers. <laughs> they better not mention me again. Yeah, the, you get some good analytics with it. Oh. It's it's cool, dude. I I think most of it's Reno. Like, that's why I wanted to like sponsor the show because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, especially these are my when, homies. Yeah, the dude, listeners are here in town. Yeah, you know, and, and everyone uh, knows it for sure, dude. They, yeah, and I want people just be like, this looks sick because it go to bed. So I wanted to offer to you guys. Yeah, uh-huh. here's the map. Oh, so dang. you can see like the vast majority. They're hot in Michigan. Dude, man, it's Northern California and Reno area. Oh. In the Bay Area, there I am, too. Yeah. Listen on YouTube. Nah, you uh, wouldn't probably get YouTube analytics. No, uh-uh. That's sick, quite a bit. That's cool. Yeah. So what was it, what were you about to say? I want to offer you guys, even though you won't be on site, because you'll be in Vegas. Yeah. I want to offer you guys a go-to-bed section of the course. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. So we can, if you guys are like, Free tomorrow. I'm out, I'll be out there if you want me to pick it for you. You guys can have a section and call it the sick, sleepy dude. section or oh, the, yeah, the go to bed garden or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, that'd be so sick. Because like, the Conway can't compete. We're in. 
<laughs> That's yeah. our one stipulation. Conway's out, we're in. Conway Killer. Yeah, <laughs> the Conway Killer. The Conway Killer brought to you by Go To Bed Podcast. <laughs> Dude, that's so sick. Hell yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I have sections called like the Mojo Garden, Mojo Motorsports a partner, and they uh, we have the Mojo Garden. That's the big rock garden going uphill. And then we have uh, Tweedledums as hill that we have, you know, have side hill. Then we have this hill with a bunch of flat rocks I call Flapjack. Nice. And then this one section of all these rocks, it kind of looks like meat. So I called it Carnage Asada. Oh, nice. <laughs> so if you guys want a section, like, I need some names. All right, cool. Dude, I do like Conway Killer, honestly. <laughs> I do too. What's, what's he the worst at? He was good through this rock art. There's no rapping section though. Yeah, he was good at the rock garden, surprisingly. Yeah. There's more than one oh, person. Like, was is he good at hills? I don't or does know. he not like hills? I think he's pretty good at hills, probably. He I know he did some what I wouldn't do out in front of like there isn't a trail there and he just goes up it out. He's by probably his good house. at everything. Yeah, he is he, pretty he, good. He, so oh, he, shit, he actually answered. Oh, hey, shit. what's your <laughs> What? What's that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, what's your worst, honestly, here, what's your worst, like, section obstacle. for obstacle for riding? Like, rocks, fucking, what else hills is even climb. out there? Like, hills. Like, for an enduro course, what's your worst section? Are you on a podcast right now? No. You lying to me? No. No, dude. Have I ever lied to you, dude? You're a fucking idiot. I hear JP in the background. That doesn't mean we're on a podcast, yeah. dude. He's always here. I have to pay him six hundred bucks here. a month. Huh? Because <laughs> he paid rent lately. Yeah, on the first he did, dude. He's free and clear till next Good. next month. <laughs> Good. All right. Seriously, what what are you talking about? What's your worst the hardest section? Yeah, for you. My personally. Personally. My worst? Yeah. The whole track. All right, one obstacle, know. dude. Um, I mean, the, the two hardest things on any track would be rocks or the matrix. And depending on the matrix, usually the matrix is my, like, probably worst link. Mm. Is there going to be a matrix there? Yeah. All right, that's all we needed. Thanks for being Thank a part you. of the Go to Beg podcast. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. so the Matrix okay. is it already taken? No, that's we it. We can call it like the Conway Con- Killer, dude. Conway, Conway Killer. Killer, yeah. Conway yeah. Killer brought to you by the Go to Beg podcast. So the goal, this would be like my dream. And if anyone's racing like Ty or Conway and they hear this, like, good for them. But my dream is to have all the pros at the line and all the amateurs behind them ready to go. I'm like, all right, we're going to go bikes off and have the water truck come up. Spray down the Conway Killer. <laughs> oh, the Matrix? Yeah. There's nothing Adam likes less than a wet log. <laughs> That's right, dude. You should. Are you going to do that? That's the goal. If we can coordinate it with the water, water truck guy. <laughs> dude, if I'm not in Vegas, like, get me in that truck. <laughs> Just what you need, dude. This they're, is a they're, side like, gig. they're like, don't go over the matrix, just go to the right of it and spray on the left. Right over full it. Fuck. <laughs> no, dude, seriously, if we're not in Vegas, which like fortunately but unfortunately we no, are I gonna understand. be. That's a big opportunity. You yeah. wanna be there. 
But next year or any or Carnegie or yeah, something. I need a water truck guy. Yeah, I could probably make it up that hill in a water truck. <laughs> <laughs> but put that thing in a four low. That's right. Mm-hmm. And spray out the front. Traction up the front. Spraying up front on a hill. You're just soaking it. Yeah, good idea, fifty cal. You know? get stuck and you're just let all the water out, <laughs> soak the rest of the hill. All right. The starting line's in the middle of the puddle at the bottom. <laughs> Two gates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two gates. So the Conway Killer Matrix. Yeah, that's going to be perfect. That'll like be an that, inside dude. joke, and we'll make it official. Yeah, I think quite a few people know know who he is, though. Like Ty and yeah. Cody and all that. Yeah, they, they all know. They him. know. So it'll be funny, dude, when Cody Webb hears the Conway Killer. Is Conway coming though? I think. So. I don't know. That's what he says. That's what he says. Mm. We'll see. I mean, he told you that, so. Yeah, I shouted him out. We have our own. Yeah, you did. I might poke him a little bit on the Instagram page. And mm-hmm. Like, dude, you got a section named after you. You have, you to. have to be there. Maybe I'll post a video from Four Wheel Parts again and be like, oh, look, I can tag Conway because he didn't delete his Instagram. Totally <laughs> say that shit. <laughs> and then he'll delete it right after. <laughs> no, say that shit. Dude. He already called me back. <laughs> he did? Yeah. <laughs> dude. That guy now. Well, I didn't think he was going to answer. That's why I didn't put on speaker to have it ring because I didn't want yeah, it to. Never to answer. Go to right now. Yeah, should I answer it? Yeah, just real quick. Right. Come on. What up? Hey. Hey. Is this is this Dale? Yeah. This is Romulus. Dude, we oh Romulus, what's up, dude? You got a fucking couple pinners and a water heater or space heater you can pawn. I need to go on a bike. <laughs> Dude, we got big news for you, but we're not going to announce it yet. You got to wait till the podcast comes I out. I really don't want to hear it. Then why'd you call? You guys need to wake the fuck up and come to reality. Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Go to Conway. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Get right. on the show. Dude, don't no, worry about it. Don't worry. You guys are fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode 30, you're coming up. I'm not showing up on that. Bro. There you are. We'll come to you, dude. <laughs> on site. We're going to go in the little uh, center block building behind my house again. You, you do whatever you got to do, wherever you feel most comfortable, dude. What music video was that that we filmed back there? Yeah, I don't know. Old. 2014, I think. Dude, you guys just need to wake up. <laughs> Dude, get a new joke. <laughs> hey. Hey, go delete your page. Awesome. Well, that's our old friend, Adam Conway. <laughs> Another two minutes, I'll never get back. Keep tallying that up <laughs> yeah. every time I talk to Conway. Just tally it up and d- just give it a little timesheet to Dennis. And be like, look at your, <laughs> your Dylan, son dude. is wasted about four and a half, five hours of my life. Dude, you should send Dennis a fucking invoice. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Just email him one. <laughs> All the time, your son is wasted. <laughs> like 40 an dude, hour. You will, He'll you, probably send one back. You know I will. You know I, I know. will, dude. Send it. I, I, he bet me one night. It was like 8.39 p.m. We're in the living room. He's like, you want to text Dennis right now? Say, hey, what's up or whatever. His dad is like. Looks just fucking like him, but a total hard ass. Super hard, dude. <laughs> like, growing up, like, he's a little bit better now. 
and he'll like talk to us. But back in the day, he just wouldn't say anything. Super intimidating guy, mm-hmm. especially when you're a kid. Stern face. But he loves JP. Like back then, there'd be like a group of us at the motorhome and JP is the only one that he would like say anything to because he'd always talk shit to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, he loves JP. So yeah, that night we're like, "You won't text Dennis." And <laughs> what'd you say to him? You know, "Hey Dennis," or like, uh, "Like, just thinking about going missing the road trip." Oh yeah, because the backstory on that when we went to Enduro Cross with Adam in Southern California, we all rode down with his dad. <laughs> and Dennis two, is driving. We weren't, and it was us three in the back seat of this truck. And dude, we weren't even out of, we weren't even to Minden yet from Carson. Like we just left their fucking house in South Carson and it's just dead quiet in the car already. And we're just three wide in the back of this truck. Like, fuck. <laughs> JP goes, man, it's so good to be on the road with you, Dennis. <laughs> and Dennis just like turns and like looks, doesn't say shit, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, that could have gone either way, and it looks like it went south. You know? <laughs> but you took the shot. <laughs> yeah. So then, then what did you text him? This was like two years after that. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, so I'm like, hey, Dennis, we should like go on another road trip or something like <laughs> Something like that. that. Well, at first you were just like, hey, Dennis. And then he, he responded, I remember it was, what, <laughs> what heck? <laughs> what heck? With, Are like, you okay? Yeah. I like, thought he was in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I'm just thinking about going on another road trip with you. <laughs> yeah. And your response is a thumbs up emoji, dude. Is that like 9.30 p.m.? <laughs> I woke him up thinking, oh, shit, what? Like a junior or something like why would he be texting me right now? Is he needing, like, something? What? I remember one of the first times I ever met JP, I was at Adam's house. I think we were riding or something. <laughs> and Dennis hired JP to help him lay, like, artificial grass in their backyard. Mm-hmm. And we were, Shit in, work, <laughs> we were in the shop, and JP just comes down to, like, hang out with us. He'd been there for, like, 45 minutes, and then Dennis comes down, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah dude good times at the Conway house that's the very first place I got drunk too it's crazy it was with Corias and Adam has like a bunch of he was sponsored by Pirelli so he had a bunch of fresh tires and I remember I like took a Conway hat threw it on and I just opened the garage a little bit to get the tires and I just went to the rack and just grabbed tires and started rolling them out the garage. Just <laughs> rolling them all, dude. Just down the... It was so funny. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, just laughing the whole time. Yeah, that was, that was some funny spots there, dude. That Good one times. party, it was a, it was like a graduation or Conway's birthday or something. One of the other times I met you and I like, I like, I think I slept in a different room or in the pool room and then I like, oh, came yeah. in and I walked and I looked I stopped I looked to the left and Beeks was like to his back just putting on his pants and then he buttons and he looks over and I'm just like in the room and he was I'm, just in the doorway staring at me while I was getting dressed <laughs> and I just he was like he was like kind of like what the fuck dude and I just can't walk <laughs> 
And then something else. There was another night where it was a, that Drake song, Hey, Hey, Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah, in his van. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was when I first met you, dude. That was some funny times. I haven't changed at all. Why would you? Why change it? Why change it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right, dude. That's right. That's right, dude. Love it. All right, dude. What else do you want to say about anything you got going on? Events, the business, anything before we wrap up? Mm, This burrito's good. That is, huh? Mm -hmm. Like for late night, breakfast burrito? It's good. Um, I don't know where things are going. It's exciting. Just taking it a step at a time. Mm. When you build something new, you get to see who supports you and who doesn't and move forward. Like if someone's listening that might be able to benefit something you got coming up, like what is it that you're in need of? Like sponsors or something? Yeah, what? sponsors for sure of all types, even if it's no, like not even money, just mm-hmm. like product or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked about Tech One because our series this year, we're trying to look for you know, um, graphics partner, not necessarily a sponsor, but, uh, yeah, we got the series. We'll be traveling the circuit. Um, some big things going. We just came back from Switzerland last month. Austin and I went out there to race snow bikes. And so we're trying to think of different things to do. Yeah. And, um, think outside of the box and just kind of get more exposure that way. There you go. I don't know. I'm, just taking it a week at a time at this point. But Enduro Fest, May 4th. You there. <laughs> you know? It's, uh, it's going to be fun. And I wanted to say it's like not necessarily family friendly, the course. <laughs> the cor- yeah. So if we do have a kids race and we have an amateur class. But if you've never been on a rocky trail before, like it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, you hate like riding in the hills or something. It's probably not for you. But it'll be good entertainment to watch. Let's be honest. You need the profit. Everyone sign up. There we go. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> totally signed. You raced friendly. it. What'd you think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was hard. Think? It was hard, huh? Yeah. But you race. You've been on trails before, right? right. Like, yeah. And you no, did it's, a def- lot. it's definitely not like fire roads. No. Shit like that. There mm-hmm. was some, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was like a break. Yeah. Like I, I can move here. <laughs> I have never seen peaks look so like squid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like when you're running up the hill with oh, your dude, bike. Spark Summit. <laughs> Spark Summit. <laughs> Fucking got me, dude. <laughs> dude, you you were just like it was so rocky and steep. You were just trying to walk and run. Is it that creek or something? Or is yeah. It, yeah. Well, it was like cheat grass. Yeah. Where you're at the bottom of the steep ass hill, but it's fully rocks underneath mm-hmm. it and you, like, you see can't it. see it That's me and this it. other dude were stuck and i could tell he was a moto guy too by his graphics i'm like dude what are we doing out here he's like i don't know <laughs> I'm like dude these guys like this shit <laughs> we're just stuck there dude yeah i remember seeing you push it and it was starting to go and then it like you were so tired you weren't able to keep up with the pace you were <laughs> yeah like 30 feet before and you almost like you just let it rock go and you're and it, like Dude, I'm not exaggerating when Redmond lapped me at least four times in that section, maybe five or six. He went around me when I was stuck on that hill. <laughs> he went around the entire course four fucking times. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I could not get up that shit, dude. And he's good. Like when mm-hmm. I ride with him, he gets over and through stuff way more than me. And Redmond doing that, you're like, dude, that's a, and Redmond isn't as good as Haker, you know? They're different, yeah. They're different, yeah. but like, I think 
for the most part, you would probably see Anchor Top, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just crazy, like, that fucking yeah, skill level. Yeah, riding with those guys is insane. Because I took Cody out here to the property, have him scout it and see what he thought. And then I rode with K- Haker a, a few times when I was in SoCal earlier this year. And uh, he's just on a different level. It's not even human. Him and Cody are just different levels. Of riding. Right. It's insane. Yeah. And the things that Hager does, he's just behind his house. He'll be like, oh, there's some rocks here. And he builds like a natural enduro cross and he just hits it for 30 minutes. And then bah, bah, just hits rocks. Crazy. Insane. Legend. Yeah. Legend. So, though Hager, last I talked to him, he wanted to come up and race it. But who knows, especially after last weekend <laughs> in Spain. Um, oh, yeah, what crash. happened with that? We were talking about that yeah. on our last episode, yeah, but we don't really know the story. It was, uh, so Haker was leading the points. Um, so he had to get like fourth place to finish it up. And then Cody won, was like riding really well that night. And he won the first one. I think Haker won the second. And then um, Cody won the set, the third one, which they had run three motos. So Cody won the third one. So he, was leading the points because Haker was in fifth. And so he would have lost if he stayed in fifth. But Haker's teammate, Alfredo Gomez, pulled in Rockstar Husky, pulled in front. Right at the finish line, Haker was like struggling in this matrix. And uh, he blocked Paul Terra's, another Enduro Cross guy. Alfredo blocked him right at the finish line. And Colton came around and went over the finish line and launched off to the side and lost consciousness real quick. And so... Um, what it appears to be like, it was just like team tactic, tactics. Yeah. And the way Gomez did it wasn't really pretty because he like blocked that guy from finishing third. And then he let Haker finish third, which he won the championship. And like on video, it didn't look good because Haker was on the ground and all flustered. Gomez was hugging him and Cody was all pissed. And knowing both those guys, it's like, dang, there's a lot of emotion going on because they work so hard. Like they're such hard workers and so talented and the best in the world. Yeah. But, um, I was pissed. Yeah. He was pissed, rightfully so, because yeah. it was like, dang, like it slipped from his hands. But if you listen to the press conference after, like Haker was like, yo, this plate number one plate is kind of Cody's, but it just didn't work out that way. And then Cody said, I didn't have it till the last lap. So, you know, there's some understanding, but a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. You can tell, like, Haker hasn't posted anything since. And so, and, um, Cody's just moving on. And so it's just like, I don't know what's going on now. Cody's still coming up here to race on May 4th. And then Haker, I don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'll ask him maybe in a week or two. Yeah, yeah. When things but, die uh, down. Yeah. So that was dramatic. That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of hate going towards Rockstar Husky and Bet. Gomez and Haker. But I'm just going to do it with Dungey. Yeah. yeah. They got hate too. Yeah. So team tactics. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know if I would do that or not. You could just poke the bear and then promote it as like the fucking rematch. Yeah, if Haker's in the headspace to race, you know, to show up, because I I think right now things are still kind of hot and heavy. So I don't know if they're they've in the right headspace. They've always had a rivalry, huh? Yeah, because they've always been just top dogs. You guys see his movie? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you got to watch it. Yeah, so yeah. good. What's it yeah. on? Oh, um, iTunes, right? And Amazon. Okay, right? cool. Yeah. So it's amazing. You got to watch it. Probably one of the best moto movies of like the past 10 years. No way. Because he just doesn't throw whips and go around a track. He like does different things. He goes to Erzberg. He 
finds these builds these cool things and so talk about just, the rivalry at all no oh no so i mean yeah. it's kind of like you see it on mm-hmm. the track I mean, they're yeah. cordial with each other. But they, like, talk after and before and stuff? Or? I don't know really too much. Since I'm kind of new to the sport, I really don't know, like, deep if there was something happened years ago or if it just was, like, battling. Because they're always one and two. Yeah, always. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But you you get like that. You have to kind of, to, you know. You they're both strong. really competitive. And... <clears throat> It'll be interesting to see how Ty does this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's ripping he's on anybody up there with him, too. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. He's a threat. Tristan will come back, I'm guessing. And then Kyle is on a new bike. And um, and then with Destry Abbott's coming and Cooper. Cooper's cool. a really good rider. And uh, so we got some big names coming. And we're, Cody's flying the East Coast guys out from American Hard and Grow from Tennessee. And they're, I'm putting, up in a, putting them up in a hotel. So they'll be covering the event. And we have some more guys from Texas and Utah and all over the place. So. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be good racing. Yeah, if you're uh, listening, you better be there. <clears throat> yeah. Check out the Conway Killer section. <laughs> yeah, our format this year is going to it's gonna be a tough day of racing. Yeah. It's going to be real tough. So. Nice. Oh, at Enduro Fest on Instagram. If you guys want to check out more, more info there. Um, Matt, what's one, <clears throat> your best piece of life advice for anyone, um, no matter what they're doing in life? How old are you? 26. 26 years of your life experience, what's your best takeaway that you could give anyone? Mm, probably uh, treat people with respect and open, like if a door opens, take it. You never know what's on the other side. It's been crazy. So like things that are going to happen this year with our series we're going to take it to the next level and this AMA race is going to take it to the next level for the hard enduro. So just kind of cracking the door open a little bit is like awesome opportunity, but being respectful to people too, you never know who would be, you know, your next sponsor or your next, you know, partner or something. So you always treat people with respect and put a smile on your face. You can't be a promoter and be pissed off. Put a smile on. Yeah. I agree. Good advice. Yeah. Cool. Any any last words, P? Um, take that to the bank and cash it in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Matt. Thanks for coming on. It was fun. Thanks for having me. Um, at Go to Bed Podcast on Instagram. Follow us on there. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast app, make sure to rate and subscribe. Tell all Five your friends. Tell a friend. Four to, f- four to five is our range. Why four? Why not? Because you We love- have too many five-star ratings, dude. We're too popular. No, we're not. We're not even on the charts. Barely. We're- Check the ratings, dude. The ratings? All five stars. One two-star. Who is the two-star? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. No review? For- no. Probably someone we know. Yeah. I'm probably. guessing. Yeah. Is it someone we talked on the phone earlier? I think so, yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, he can't fucking figure out how to rate. <laughs> go check out some merch at go to bedpodcast.com. And if you're looking for the t shirt, heads up, you want to click on the merch tab on the website. It's not going to be on the homepage. Yeah, we got to fix that. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Fuck it. It's a um, cheap website. It's a cheap, <laughs> cheap store. It's, it's cool be, merch, though. You like it? Yeah, if I had a child, I'd get the pillow. What? I mean, 
You don't need a child to sleep on something, dude. <laughs> to put him on the pillow. Yeah. To take photos. Uh, mm-hmm. With the dolphin. <laughs> I know. It kind of looks like a nursery logo. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a family-friendly show, dude. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Um, at Neurofest on Instagram, May 4th. Go check out the event out there just east of Sparks. Yeah. At Walton's Coffee House on Instagram. Uh, best burritos in Reno. Coffee, burgers, all that shit. Tuna melts. Everything, dude. You can melt anything there. You bring it in, you put it on the grill. They'll melt it for you. That's right. That's right. Cold tell brew. The, nitro. Uh, nitro cold brew. Super good. And tell the employees to go to bed. Get something for free. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, a napkin. Yeah. They'll let you use the bathroom. For free. <laughs> Anything really, um, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it, Matt. Tell them, tell them right now yeah, what do they got to do. It's a song. Go to bed. Go, good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. Cut that check. Cut that check. Cut that check. Cut that check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check.